is titled Equip to Reign. Equip to Reign. I started teaching about this since Sunday. Because the scripture that you have in the flyer is Genesis 1, 26 to 28. When you look at the word equip to reign, I think every one of us can understand directly what it means. It means that we all who believe in Jesus have been equipped by the Father to reign. Which means that there should not be a slave among us or a servant among us. It means there shouldn't be a Christian who will be a failure in any dimension you may think about it. We're going to be exploring on this from tonight till Friday. But tonight, let's look at it from the book of Genesis, which was given to us. Chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. It says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image. I read the NIV on this one. And it says, In our likeness, and let them rule. Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule. Now we understand the fact that this is the introduction of the beginning of God that we understand in the Bible. Or the beginning of the introduction of God. The eternal God was revealed by the Bible in the book of in this Genesis 1.26. As a God who decided to create man. And when he decided to create man, of course you know that when the Bible says, let us, that is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I want us to look at the intention for which God created man. The intention for which God created man is to create a being who will be his express image. So everything that we have, nose, eyes, hands, and feet, God has it. I showed that to you on Sunday. The Bible talks about the fact that God created the clay. He breathed into the clay and it became a living soul, which means God has nose. The Bible says that God walked on the mountain in the book of First Kings chapter 19 when Elijah went to meet him. So God has feet. He walked on the mountain when Moses went to meet him in the book of Exodus. He, it means God has feet. 33 and 34. The Bible says in 33 of Exodus that when Moses entered into the tent of meeting where he prays, God shut the door. God has hands. In chapter 34, he says that when God was passing by, God hid Moses in the cleft of the rock and he covered it with his hand. And you all sing the song, you got the whole world in his hand, isn't it? So God has hands. Everything that we have physically, God has it. But it's not only in his image that he created us that we look like him, 
He created us in His likeness. Now, can I say this to you? That I'm taking you through a journey. You will receive power today. God loves us so much, too much, that He gave everything to us. Even He gave His persona to us. He says, He made us in His own image, then He breathed into us. He didn't breathe into angels. There's no record in the Bible that tells you that. He didn't breathe into animals or plants. So God came out of God into clay. And the clay became a living soul like the God who made it. But you see, we know that in the book of Genesis chapter 3, man lost it. But we also know that in Christ Jesus, it has been restored. Somebody say amen. We don't want to go into the exegesis of that tonight. Because I want to drive you into the power. Then I will anoint you and you will manifest. <laughs> you know, when I was praying, I said, we want to hear you. <clears throat> when we say we want to hear God, it's not that we haven't heard him. But you can never heard God all. Or maybe I could say that God is more than one hearing. He's more than two hearings. He's more than three hearings. Anytime you turn towards him, he flows again and again and again. And the more you hear, the more precise operation becomes as man fulfilling his heart. The will of God tonight is to empower you. Okay? So therefore, he, we were made in his image, in his likeness. And haven't he created us in his image and likeness? He said, let them rule. Or have dominion. Of course, the word dominion means sovereignty and control. Be in control. Let them be sovereign in their control. That is the word dominion. Alright? That is, whatever you encounter on earth, you must be sovereign. That is superior or you must be able to subject it to your control. Now, a good number of believers who are listening to me now begin to think, but what's the issue? Why can't we? That's what we're driving it tonight. Haven't I opened your understanding to why? Then I will anoint you for empowerment, so operating the why. Alright? God doesn't want to manifest through the lips of some few elements in the world. There's no evidence in the Bible that God created some men and he assigned just some of them to carry his persona, to carry the, the image and the, 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 the power, the presence. No, God created all man. And the intention of God for all man is what that scripture tells us. But before we can go further, let us look at God himself. If God made us in his nature, what is God himself? What is the key principal characteristics of God that reveals his sovereignty? Let me say something to you. As we are sitting down here, if you came to this world before others, all right, 
you automatically become a senior. Correct? Isn't it? And that seniority carries an authority. Is that not correct? So, so if you give birth to a child, because you came to the world before the child, and that child came out of you, you are automatically as authority for you see over that child. And that child will look to you for authority, as authority for instruction, for command, for rebuke, for, you know. Now, therefore, you can understand a little bit closer now in understanding to God. Let's see how God exercises authority. Chapter 1, verse, verse, let's read verse 1 to verse 4, and then we'll go to other verses. It says in the beginning, God created the heavens and what? The earth. And then the next verse says, Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. I explained that on Sunday. Yes? Come on now, let's talk together. Then the next verse says, Shall we read the next verse together? Are you sure? So God said, let there be light. And what happened thereafter? Look at verse 6. Let it together. 6. Then verse 7. So... As he said, and it was so. All right, let's look at verse 9. Verse 11. And verse 14. And God said, Let there be light in the expanse of the sky to separate the day from the night. And the stars from the night blue, blue. And verse 20. And God said, Let the waters be to the living Verse 24. Me. Uh And 26. Alfred, in my own image. And it was so. There is something I want to show you here. God speaks. All the time God said, 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 
He did not keep quiet. That is the power of sovereignty. Your spoken word. What do you say? Determines what happened to your life. What do you say? Determines what happened in this city. What you say? Determines what happened in your family. What you say? Determines what happened in your body. Listen to me. Jesus said that your tongue has a power to create life and to bring forth death. If you look at all what God said here, God never said anything along with what the prevailing condition was. Because the beginning of God said is this. The Bible says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now, everything was contrary to what God has created. But when God will speak, he did not speak in line with what was happening. He didn't question why all this. You know why, 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 why? What are you looking for why for? What will you do with why after you have known why the evil happened? If you can speak what should be, why are you seeking why did he be? Men who are prayed like God don't think that way. One thing you must know is this. One of the greatest dilemmas of humanity is that human beings want to know why things happen and many of them care not to know how to remedy it. Only few among human beings go beyond why and they are the inventors. They are the ones who invent things, new things for people, you know, that people use. The power of the spoken word. God said. Write that down. We are looking at these qualities of God that gives him sovereignty. I haven't shown you God today. I will show you Jesus and I will show you, maybe if time permits me, some of people like you who live before us without the Holy Spirit living in them, then we will zero into ourselves. And you will see we are in a better position. It is what you see that determines what you have. Believe what I say. The next thing I want to, call, to recognize in these attributes of God, the first one is the power of the word. If you look at the second verse, after three, it said, God said, let there be light. Okay, and there was light. Verse four says, and God saw. God said, and God saw. So each time God said, this be, and it be, God saw that it is so. God said, let the land, the ground, bring forth the seedling, uh, you know, spring out from the ground. He looked at it, he saw, it was so. He said, let there be light and darkness be separated, it was so. He said, let the waters up, give way, and let there be firmaments in the sky, and it was, he saw, it was so. The second thing is the power of observation. The power of the spoken word and the power of observation. Whatever you speak, you must observe that those things, you don't, don't speak things or do things and don't look back. You need to stop and look back. When you read the book of Psalm and you see Selah, the word Selah means stop reading. Think for a while what you have been reading. Many people don't understand. 
The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. He has spread upon the seas, he has upon the waters. And you keep on reading, reading, reading. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord will stand? His holy place, those who have clean hands, pure hearts, as if the world should just pass before you. When you get to, yeah, who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Those who have pure hearts and clean hands, who do not lift up their hearts to what is false, nor swear deceitful, they will receive blessing from the Lord and begin from the God the Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. You say, Selah. Asif is another word. And you keep on reading. Lift up your head so you get. No, Selah means stop what you have just said. Think about all what you have said. Observe your words. Look, let me say this to you tonight. Some of you will recognize that you have wrecked your life by your mouth. God's people wreck your life by your word. Because if you use a word in your mouth recklessly, it has to produce something. Someone who looks at himself and says, I'm a miserable man. Even if he's not miserable, after repeating the word, a miserable man for some time, he'll become miserable. Someone says that I'm a failure. He will soon become a failure. And all the attributes to be successful will vanish from you completely. Let a failure begin to wake up every day and say, I'm a success. I am a success. In a short time, he will soon leave the garment of failure and enter into the realm of successful people. The word you speak. Same thing, you will recognize that in the, in the Genesis chapter 2, when God created Adam and Eve and he brought animals to name them. Whatever name he called them, that's what they were. Hello, somebody? And the Bible says, let the weak say I'm weak. Is somebody here? Don't let your mind travel in this place because if your mind will travel, you are not supposed to be here. Are we together now? You know, when I was praying over there, I said something because I had it. The Lord said to me that I will bless them according to their vessel. So I pray that, Lord, let everybody have a big vessel. <laughs> Someone say, I've been speaking, I've been speaking. Things to happen, it didn't happen. The reason why it didn't happen is what I'm telling you. Because when God spoke, I told you on Sunday, the reason for the word of God, the reason why God declared what he declared. Because after, in chapter, verse 2 of chapter 1, you know, the, boy, the world was in chaos. And Isaiah 45 tells us in 18, that God did not intend to create a chaos, a chaotic place. But when God spoke, he spoke because he spoke from himself. The things you speak that do not come to pass, you speak from your mouth, not from your inside. You know, let me say this to you. There are many decisions we take in life that we don't execute. Isn't it? But then there are some decisions we take and we, to, the, to the last drop of our blood, it will be so. The difference between those two decisions is that the, the one you made and you did not execute came from your mouth. The one you made and you executed came from inside you. I will together now. So therefore, God spoke, let there be, and God saw. Isn't it? The power of observation. Let's look at the next verse. Three. God saw the light was good. And God saw that the light was good. And he separated the light from darkness. He spoke. He observed. 
then he separated, which is the power of precision. Everything God did, he did them to precision. You will see this precision in all his operations across the globe. God does not create something that is haphazard. God does not and, uh, get into things without with the whole of his strength. When God speaks, he backs it up with everything he is. And God is a God of high precision. He does not want, you know, I, I wish every one of us, I, I wish I can just say, Father, take us to heaven, everybody, now in two minutes. And we just go to heaven and we have a glimpse together. If you have been to heaven, you will understand what I'm telling you better. The flowers in heaven, they look natural. Or rather, they are natural, but they look very, very artificial. That's what human would call it. The precision of those flowers are such that the, 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 the contemporary flower of such on earth will look like a rag. The precision of the architecture of heaven is ingenious. Ingenious is understatement. Everything you see is to precision. Everybody is orderly without a commander. And nobody misses anything. Heaven, when you see the lightings in heaven, this rainbow you are talking about here, or the light that comes from the throne, they are, I, the first time I had an encounter of it, I came back and described it as rayless light. From a scientific point of view, I was trying to explain the awesomeness of what I saw. They are lights without ray, but yet they penetrate more than a beam. If you did physics, you understand what I'm telling you. God is a God of precision. Look, what causes precision is somebody putting his heart into what he says. Isn't it? That's what causes precision. That's what brings precision. I've given you three now, isn't it? Let's look at one more. In that scripture, the Bible says, verse 3, God saw, said, let there be light, power of the spoken word, and there was light, he beat. Verse 4, God saw that the light was good. He observed it. And God separated the light from darkness, precision. Then, verse 5, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called what? Night. And after he had done that, what happened? Order. What happened? Let's, let's, let's read together. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there? Let me, let me show you something here. That is the power of definition. He defined the light and he called it day. He defined the darkness and gave him a name. Now, but what happened thereafter was just the manifestation of his definition. Okay? God didn't say to them now that you be day, 
let, and let there be night another day. When God spoke, power of the word. And God observed that what he has spoken happened according to what he had planned. And then, the Bible tells us that, and then God separated. They were precise so that there is a division which begins to talk about functions of various things that he creates. That a function does not affect the other, or rather it does not intercept the other. They are, you know, precise. Then he now gave them function by defining them. When he said, you shall be called day and you shall be called night, the next thing that happened was that day manifested, and then the night manifested, and it was a day. Where there is disorder, you wouldn't have manifestation. A lot of us need to recognize this. Beginning to look at yourself as a person before you now look at if you are married with your wife or your husband or you are a part of a family. Gather yourself first. Gather yourself first. You have the power like God to speak and they will be. But what you speak must come from inside here, not from the head. And when you speak in your mind, the things that should happen thereafter must be existing in your spirit. That you can see what will happen thereafter. So that you name them what you have created. Beginning from your life, I will wake up in the morning at 6. Between 6 and 5, I will do this. At 6 and 7, I will do this. 7 and 8, I will do this. 8 and 9, I will do this. And plan your day to the end. And label them the functions that you will do on each time. Let me say something to you. Everything will fall in line. Man always has time to do more. How many of you believe that? If you don't believe it, you better believe it. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Who told you you are busy? Jesus said, as long as it is day. I must do the work of the Father who sent me. A night cometh where no man shall walk. Okay. So we recognize this. That these are functions of God, isn't it? So if you look at all other scriptures, verse 6. We looked at verse 6, isn't it? So if you look at verse 6, it says, And God said, Let there be an excellent between the waters and separate the waters. Separation again. Precision. From the waters... God made the expanse and separated the waters under the span from, from the waters above it. Precision. And it was what? So. How did he separate them? By speaking. God called. Definition. The expanse sky. And there was evening and there was morning. A second day. You know, if you look at everything, go to verse, verse uh, 9. The same thing. God said, God, and God said, let the waters under the sky be gathered to one place. And, and let the dry ground come appear, and it was so. And God called the ground. He called them name. He defined what he, he, had, he, had, he had called. And where he defined a multiple thing, he separated them so that there is precision in their operation. Definition bring function of anything that you call. You know what? I love verse 11 and 20. 
4, I think it says, Then God said, verse 11, Let the land produce. Let the dry land, it said, God, it said, and God said, let the earth bring forth. But he's talking to a dry land, a dry ground. Isn't it? He said, let it produce. Listen to me. Are you barren? Speak to your body. You said I have spoken. Say it again. You said I've repeated it. Repeat it again. If you stop it, you shift your ground. The things you continue to speak, and you speak, and you speak, you will enter into it, for the word became flesh to be able to dwell among us. It was word, and it became flesh after he has been sent. Your word can create your universe. Your world can create your life. It can create your future. A believer is like God on earth. You need to know this. It's in you. The one who created the heavens and the earth. I love it so much when God was showing me these things. Days of sorrow is over. Amen. I say days of sorrow is over. Amen. Days of failure is now a history. Amen. Let me show you furthermore. He told the dry ground to bring forth vegetations. I love to, I always speak about verse 14, but I don't want to talk about that tonight. Because that's, that area is very good when I talk to you about the coming of the Lord. Because they are happening right now. Look at Verse 20. I love it. What did he say? Shall we read it together? And God said. Come on now. Wait. Read it again. Uh-huh. Listen to me. There was nothing in the water. Isn't it? Life. Creatures were not there. He created the water. Some of them were salty. And by understanding how can living things be in the salt. He created fresh waters. We can understand that. He created deep sea. Depth where everything is Blank darkness. And by our science, nothing should live in that place. Because there is no light. The ray of the sun could not penetrate to that depth. Listen to me. So, when God now spoke to the water, He meant anything water. Fresh water, muddy water, Salt water, deep sea under the depths. He said they should teem with living creatures. And as God said it, creatures appeared on the depth of the, of the sea where is total darkness and those creatures give light. Have you not seen aquatic 
diving before. The deeper the scientists go in the ocean, the darker it becomes. But the more they see all these green plants and green animals, some animals that will just start swimming and they light up the whole sea. And the heavens are, are lit with stars and meteors and comets on the deep sea. It's lit with animals that produce light. If you have never seen it before, I'm sure that if you came from Africa, you will have seen in the night some ants. They, they will be shining. And you know, when I was young, I used to think that they have electricity. I was afraid of those ants. And my mother said, no. That they don't have electricity that they call them <laughs> tono, tono. They call them, you know, not pano pano, it's tono, tono. They call them the animals that switch on lights. Because you see them flying, 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 and they are, they, they are like uh, aeroplane light. Chara, chara, chara. Listen to me, they came by the spoken word. Do you know something? If you can enter into what I'm saying, <clears throat> you can call treasures to come. They will come. You can call money to come. They will come. Look, 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 look. Let me say something to you. He called those things to be. He spoke and they be. There is no emptiness in God. Believe what I tell you. You decree your promotion, it shall be. Instead of complaining, you know Daniel said something, he said, when there is war against me, my heart is strong. I love it. Why? Because he knows who he has believed. He says, let them team. Let birds fill the, earth, the sky. And birds fill the sky. According to his imagination, God, God, your father, listen to me. <laughs> so therefore, look at verse 24. It says, and God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kind, livestock creatures, livestock creatures that move along the ground and wild animals, each according to his kind. Everything is in heaven. That he's calling to the earth. So when he called them to manifest on the earth. According to what he had created in heaven. <laughs> Hello. So he knew what he was calling to be. He cannot doubt what he has spoken. Because he spoke from inside. I went together now. Look, these are the attributes of God. And you are his image and his likeness. Let me take you through a 15 minute journey. Look at the book of Mark, chapter 2. In the book of Mark chapter 2, it says, 
<coughs> no, let's look at chapter 1 first. From verse 40. A man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees. If you are willing, you can make me whole. Filled with compassion, Jesus reached out his hand and did what? Ah, what's happening here? Are we seeing it? Excuse me. The man said, if you are willing, make me what? Because I don't have much time. I'm, zero, I'm moving away from God now. I think I've told you enough about God for tonight. But I'm showing you God man now. So that you don't think that it cannot happen to me. What? Look at this thing here. The man said, if you are willing, make me whole. Yes? If you are willing, make me whole. Isn't it? Or make me clean. So the man is not asking to be touched because it was an abomination for a man to touch a leper. In those days, the knowledge that they have is just touch a leper, you are leprous. You are, of course, the Bible says it in the time that don't touch a leper, it will contaminate you. And you have to go and do rituals and stuff for cleansing. But the Bible says when the man pleaded, Jesus didn't speak. He put his hands over the leprosy. Excuse me. If Jesus didn't speak thereafter, I'm sure that the confidence of that man will heal him. Are we together now? Why was Jesus not afraid? He behaved like God. Will God be afraid to touch a leper? Will God have all this sentiment human beings have about leprosy? Why? He is confident that when he speaks, so he shall be. Look at what he says. He touched the man. I am willing, he said. Then what is the command? Come on, say it loud. Come on, say it loud. Then what happened? Let's see. Is it tomorrow? Come on, is it tomorrow? Somebody will be here tonight. He said, be clean. Be clean. You know what happened? Somebody who is a leper, that their fingers have been eaten up. The toes have been eaten up. If you haven't seen a leper before, I've seen them. Okay? And some of them, when their toes are eaten up, oh, you won't have any toe on their foot. You won't have any finger again, and they, or you have just stumps. Eh? And they work like this. Okay? They can't walk too much. And all those areas are sawed. Then they have sore all over their body. And Jesus touched the leper. And when he touched the leper, something began to happen. Right on the spot, something began to happen. Jesus, knowing that he is flesh and blood... All right, but recognize that a child of God has authority over leprosy. So the whole fingers grew, 
the whole soul began to vanish. By the time the man looked at himself, he had been made whole. But understand, it began from compassion, isn't it? Yes? Are we together now? When I talk to you tomorrow about the characteristics of God, you will see that God is a God of compassion. And those are ingredients that everyone that will operate in his authority will talk, will, must have. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Look at the next one. Chapter 2. A few days later, <clears throat> when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. So many gathered there, gathered, many gathered that they, yes, many gathered that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them, the words to them, the word. Some men came bringing him a paralytic, carrying or carried by four of them. Look at this story of this man. Since they could not get him to Jesus because the crowd, because of the crowd, they were they they, they made an opening in the roof about uh, above Jesus, and after digging through it, lowered the mat. The paralyzed man was lying on. They destroyed somebody's house. When Jesus saw their what? Faith. When Jesus saw their what? Faith. He said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Those who speak like God, they know like God. But he didn't tell the leprous. Your sins are forgiven. Because the leprosy didn't come as a result of sin. But in this case, this paralytic was paralyzed because of sin. So, now some teachers of the law were sitting there, thinking to themselves, why does this, this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Look at what happened. Immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, Why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven? Hmm? Or to say, Get up, take your mat, and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has what? Authority on earth to do what? Forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, watch, let's read that together. I tell you, get up! Take your mat and go home.
Can you forgive sins of people? Look at the book of James 5. Let's look at verse 13. Very quickly, you that guy on the, on the, on the projector, please. Is any one of you in trouble? You should do what? Is anyone happy? Let him do what? Now let's go to deeper things. The next verse. Let's read together. Is any one of you sick? Uh Uh-huh. Then? Uh Uh-huh. Can you see that? Can you see that? Jesus said to the disciples, whoever sins you forgive shall be forgiven. You have the power to forgive sins. Because you are God's sons. You know, sometimes some people are so holy in their mind, as attitude, that they dare not be what God said they should be. What God says they are. Listen to me. When we manifest God, there's nothing that gives God joy more than that. Every father here will tell me, when your son begins to behave like you, he gives you so much joy. Especially if you are a correct father. Hallelujah, somebody. (laughs) Yes. Everybody here is a correct father. Go back to Mark. I'm talking about the power of the word. So, that paralytic was healed. Hmm. Let me read. Before I take you into um, John 5. Let me say this to you. If you go on through the life ministry of Jesus Christ, you will read again. In chapter 5, when you go from beginning of chapter 5, it talks about Jairus. Then towards the end of it, it talks about a woman within it who had the issue of blood. Alright? And you will recognize that when Jesus got to where the dead was, Jesus raised that dead girl. By spoken word. Rise up. That child came back to life. In John 11, they took him to where John, where, where his friend Lazarus was laying. When Jesus got there, he prayed a prayer because of the people. He said, Father, I thank you because you always answer me. Do you believe that? Say amen. If you look at the prayer of Jesus Christ there, it tells you the premise from which Jesus operates. It is not possible for Jesus to doubt that God will answer what he says. He cannot doubt that when he speaks, heaven will not back it up. He said, I said it's not because of anything but for their own sake. Then he faced the business. When he got to the business, what did he say? Lazarus, come forth. 
If you look at chapter 5, he went to the, to the pool of Bethesda. Where a man was been laying there, he's been laying there for 38 good years. Alright? When Jesus got to that pool, he went to the man. The Bible tells us that there are blind and lame all over the whole place. But to that man, Jesus went. When he got to the man, do you want to get well, man? The man started telling history. After the man told Jesus the history of how he got miserable, Jesus said, now, thank you for your history. Pick up your pallet, rise up, pick up your pallet, and go home. Now, that instruction given by Jesus to somebody who is, you know, is not paralyzed. That man is, you know, there is a sickness. That, where, where is Dr. Adigini? Is your says, what is that sickness that, that eats up the tendons of the body and people get invalid? Huh? Motoroids. Motor neuron disease. Consi. Multiple sclerosis. So, it will eat up the tendons and then the body will get squeeze gradually and the person the, it will lose the mouth and and all the muscles will become dead. Is that multiple sclerosis? And the motor on stuff? Motor neuron. Satan is a terrible Satan. <laughs> How can he give a bad disease, motor? <laughs> is motor neurons or multiple sclerosis our doctor does not understand can you explain to me by science how a man said to a person who is who is cerebral palsy or somebody who has the motor neuron disease alright and Jesus said to him stand up take up your pallet go home and then the degeneration began to reverse back. Okay. So, where that disease had got to, by spoken word, began to reverse, all the cells that have been wasted and eaten up and weakened, began to receive strength, and within a split second that Jesus spoke, the man rose up, healthy, picked up the pallet that he had, he, that had carried him for 38 years and went home. Someone says to me, someone explain to me how that can happen by science. Yes, it is science. But science that is beyond human intellect. Listen to me. I have a friend. One day, he was fighting battle. And while he was fighting battle, he looked at the sun. And he discovered that the, 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 the victory, for them to win the victory... They need the day to be retarded. And it had never happened in history before. And then he stood at the valley of Aijalon. He pointed his finger to the sky and said, You son, stand still by the valley of Aijalon. And the Bible says, And the son stood still. There was never a time that God hearkened to the voice of man before that time. Let me tell you what happened by science. He spoke, okay? 
the revolution of the earth around the orbit stopped for 15 degrees, 24 hours. The rotation of the earth around the axis stopped for 24 hours. Because sun does not move. The earth revolves around the sun in the orbit. And it, it rotates around the axis to form day. And that rotation stopped. When I was doing surveying, land surveying, we studied it in astrophy, astro, uh, astronomy, astrogeodesy, that there is a gap of computation of the revolution of the earth and rotation of the earth, 24 hours lost in oblivion that science is trying to correct. But who caused it? Bobo Joshua. Bobo Joshua. Joshua said, you circumstances. He does not need to be educated about obliquity of the ecliptic. Are we together now? It doesn't matter whether there is longitudinal or, 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 or the, 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 the uh, latitudinal is irrelevant to him. Guy, he doesn't know anything. He doesn't know anything. All what he knows is that men of God speak like God and God of the men will make it happen if you can speak in faith and you not doubt what you say, that which you say must come to pass. It does not matter how odd, how terrible the condition is. Satan does not want us to break loose of our fears. God wants us to speak like him. What about a friend of mine? A woman rose up who is a terror. Killing all prophets of God. And he took on his heels. And then he got to a place he stood and said, come on now. Who is mad here? A devil is chasing me and I'm running. Something is wrong with you, boy. And the Bible says, a man of no recorded origin. In the Bible, they will record your origin because you are an important person. So that they know that you are the son of this, the son of that, the son of... All the ones they record about you are the son of this, they have done something, something notable. This man had no origin. He is born by somebody. But it's a family that you don't have anything to talk about. They just said, Elijah the Tishbites. It does not matter where you come from. It does not matter your origin. If you can change the words of your mouth, let me say this, heaven will celebrate you and earth will recognize you. The man stood. Can you imagine what he said? It looks nonsensical, but it became the greatest sin. It is a woman chasing him. He turned to the cloud and said, There shall be no dew or rain except by my word. And he walked away. And when he walked away, God showed up. God did not show up until Elijah spoke. Read your Bible very well. The moment Elijah confronted and spoke, the Bible said, and God said to him that for you, you have called the problem now. Everybody will starve, but you, you cannot starve. Go and meet me at the brook. And God sent birds to feed him. Hey, when the brook dried up, there was a faithful woman who is a widow. God said, well, I have marked this one too not to suffer. I have provided for her, but the last meal remaining, go to that widow of Zarephath. When he got to the widow, the widow said that, who are you by the way? He said, go give me food. He said, are you a stranger in Israel? 
Listen to me. He said, the only meal I have remaining is death meal. Death meal. The man of God said, you will not surely die. Neither will your son die. Prepare that meal for me first, and you will not die. And when he spoke, the woman recognized he was a prophet. A prophet of God is a man that will see what he had done. The whole nation knew that he stopped the rain over their land. Listen to me. They knew what his prophetic has done. I'm saying that provocatively. And if you look at because some people have abused that by telling people, just give me what you have. No. The prophet did not take what the widow had. He took what the widow had and multiplied it. And fed the widow and the child till the end of recession. He didn't go away with that food. They ate together. And every day they continued to eat. Until recession was over. Look, if by word of mouth people go mad. By word of mouth you can speak and people will prosper. So if your word of mouth can make people prosper, it can make you too prosper. Hello? Therefore, to you, what is the issue? Why have you allowed many things to happen around you and yet you keep your mouth shut? Why do some of you try to investigate why, 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 why? Forget it. This world is not looking for people who can investigate why. Causes. There are many people in the field of medical science. They tell us the cause of cancer, the cause of the, the uh, long, uh, uh, what do you call this disease, um, Wilson disease, the cause of epilepsy. Whereas some people are locked up telling us the cure. <clears throat> who, does, who does the world celebrate? It's not the person who tells us the cause, it's the one who got us remedy. If you, stay, if you sit down all your life trying to investigate why things are not going around about your life, you will never find the result. Because God has no interest in that. What God has interest in is, is that what has taken place has taken place. Now, what next? What next? Forget about what has happened. Let us look into what has not happened. Men of faith call things that are not as if they are. They call things that do not exist to manifestation. They call things that they can see. If there is any ugly situation in your life, I want you to first of all imagine solution in God. And understand, if you look at the whole ministry of Jesus Christ, there is no area that he did not cover in manifestation. When they did not have money, he commanded the fish, and the fish brought the money. I mean, when they were feed, when they were having crusade and they don't have food, he said, what do you have? They brought the food, little food. He said, okay. He multiplied the food. And then after the end of the day, he said, where is the boy who brought the five loaves of bread and two fish? He said, go home. The boy took 12 baskets home. Hello, somebody. The days of Jesus has come back again. <laughs> God is waiting for you to speak. Stand up on your feet now and begin to make declaration. You are going to begin from your own life. 
Begin to speak what should happen to your life. Begin to give order to circumstances that are stigmatic in you. They should shift and move. They should give way tonight. Lift up your voice and decree a thing. It shall come to pass. The Bible says decree a thing. It shall come to pass. Begin to make declaration to your spirit, to your body. God said to Gideon, go in this strength of yours. There is a strength in you. There is a strength in you. Begin to make declaration. Begin to make declaration. Oh, sovereign Lord. Begin to make declaration. Speak to your life. Speak to your family. Speak to your home. Speak to your business. God said, let the sea team up with living things. And they began to happen. Oh, let us see the coriander. Operate in the gift of, in the, in the authority and the power of the word. By the gift of the Spirit and done upon you. Begin to speak. If you have a husband that has been misbehaving, command his spirit now. Come back to sanity. If you have a child that has been wayward, command his spirit now. Tell that child you came out of this body. I call you back home. Repentance. If you have any child that have been failing and have been miserable, call that child out of it. Command anything contrary to success to depart. Dissociate from my child. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Call your body to health. Command your body to be fruitful. Marabalo dosi kele boronde saria. Ripa kata geloria le mosike brale gododai. Man prale gondo serigoli maledonda se. Now begin to ask God for a feeling of power. Tell the Lord to fill you with His power. Tell the Lord to fill you with His authority. Lord, fill me with your power. Fill me with your authority. Fill me with your power. Fill me with your authority. Fill me with your power. Fill me with your authority. Tell the Lord, I want you to fill me with your power. Circumcise my tongue, O God. Circumcise my tongue, O God. Lord, put fire in my lips. Put your fire in my tongue. Tell the Lord. The Bible says God will not allow, He will not permit the word of Moses to fall to the ground. Anoint me with your authority tonight. Authority that goes with boldness that I will speak on behalf of God and it shall come to pass. I will, I will not fear anything that I see, but I will speak by what I do not see. And the intention of heaven shall come to pass on earth. Jesus said, I will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oh Lord. Anoint me afresh. Anoint me afresh. Tell the Lord, let your holy fire fall upon me. Let your holy fire fall upon me. Let your holy fire fall upon me. 
Let your fire fall upon me, Lord. Let your fire fall upon me, Lord. Tikatele bosaka. Mapale grosso bole bosa. Lord Jesus. Authority. Authority. Makanda baladosara de bosa. You tell God, whenever I open my mouth, fill my mouth, fill my lips, that my word will not fall to the ground. Connect my heart with the heart of the Father all the time, that I may speak on behalf of the Father on the earth. Yes. I want to speak as an oracle of God. I want to speak as an oracle of God. I want to speak as an oracle of God. In that John chapter 5 verse 19, Jesus says, I do what I see my father do. And he says that my father loved the son. He reveals to him all that he does. Tell God, enable me to see what you do. Open my eyes to see what you do. Jesus, open my eyes to see what you do. He says, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Tell the Lord, open my eyes, O God. So that I will declare what the Father is declaring. I will speak what heaven has declared. So that my word will not fall to the ground. Ask God for infilling. Thank you, Father God. Continue to pray in the name of Jesus. Receive unction in the name of the Father. Receive unction in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let the glory of heaven fall upon them, Lord. Let the glory of heaven fall upon them. Let the glory of heaven fall upon them. Receive unction in the name of Jesus. Receive unction in the name of Jesus. You can go up straight away. Receive unction in the name of Jesus. Let the glory of heaven fall upon these ones. Authority. Receive fire upon your lips. Receive power in the name of Jesus, right? Receive power in the name of Jesus, right? Receive power in the name of Jesus, right? Speak with authority. Bracala brote que le lebo shindra la masa. Ole que le lebo boshikara la masira de bolemane. Receive power in the name of Jesus. Receive power in the name of Jesus. Flame of heaven. Rata le bosha tambo baso kolonde revarande. Come on. Me pandele le bosha taharia. 
Receive power in the name of Jesus. Authority from heaven. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Authority from heaven in the name of Jesus. Just one row should come out and you go to the other side. Ma pale grete le brokete, brekete le dokuska le bosande heria. Ole rikete le bobo shikana na banda. Ma rakata le le bosindara la baha. Let the power of God fall and mark this way for Lord. Mark them with your fire, oh ho ho. Ye kere bobo yaramasata. Mark them with your fire, Lord Jesus. Ma kele le 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 bosandara boria. Ye kere le donde sere le bori malikere ya le bosa. Lord, let your unction from heaven fall upon these people. Let your unction from heaven fall upon these people. Let your unction from heaven fall upon these people. in the name of Jesus as of Nazareth, let your unction from heaven fall upon them, Lord. Authority, authority, glory, Lord, your fire, anoint these leaves, O oh God, with power, anoint these leaves, O oh God, with power, anoint these leaves, O oh God. With power, Ricardo Bosandelenda, Banda la Bobo Satanides, Grenelabosotola la Borimare de Caria, anoint this league with power, Lord Jesus. Mare Ketelebosandele Borimare Caria Labasa, anoint this league, O God, with your power. Yericatora Bosha, oh Lord Jesus, Teria Mamotara de Borimare Cade, Mendele de Bosicre de Daha, Dorolabosate. Let your glory fall upon them. Anoint them with your authority, Lord Jesus. Lord, anoint them with your unction from heaven. Let the chains of the devil be broken. Fear be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Oh, 
Reketale leboso. Oli rabosquera de boshan de haria. Ye cabra katale lebosi brelekele lebosi brande. Power from heaven. I prayed in the boldness of God. Na roboto secondori malito high. Reketele le donde si bralekedendo. Me capole grele boshinda haria. Ole rekele boboshanda. Let your power fall upon these ones, O oh God. Align them with your authority and boldness, Lord Jesus. Nantara Boshanda. Nandre Kaselebondo Sikaranda. Rebalero Boshikanaramoro Boshinda. Enre Ketelebore Marakonda Rekari. Rakatale Boshikaranamasa. Yere Ketelele Boshindra Namasondori Alebosa. Yere Kapale Legesetele Boshande. Let your power rest upon them, Lord Jesus. Ima Sorobonda. Let your power rest upon them, Lord Jesus. Break every chain of the devil. In the name of Jesus, let the chain of laziness be destroyed. Let the, the chain of fear be taken away. Receive answer from heaven. In the name of Jesus. Receive answer from heaven. In the name of Jesus, as I'm Nazareth. Yendere kese proketeria, mandele lebosha, rekelo lebosi karada, eraketo leboye ketelelede, reketele mori malebosha, ori malebosi karada manda, mamori alegese kerendo, rekelede bole gende lebosiria, rika katale leboso tohiria. Yeah, Jesus, let's give battle flesh, spirit give battle spirit. Receive from the Lord Jesus unction and boldness and power in the name of Jesus. Receive from the Lord Jesus. Be candle Authority of heaven. Power from on high. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Ori balele boso, me pralegre te gerendo boso rimande haria. Ole rele ke borolo boshi karana masata. Let the unction of heaven fall upon them. Yem na rebose kendere le boshi karana dai. Matala le bori maleke sere le bori malere ganda. Ole rele bosa, me pralegre le boshi kendere bonda haria. Ye kendere le boshi kendere le boshi karana. Oli kendere le bosa ti alamasa. Receive power from heaven. Your word shall be the word of God. Your thought shall be the thought of God. The glory of heaven will rest upon you. Speak like God in the name of the Lord. Ma progele bondre ke segrendosa. Oli re la baba bobo si karada. Reketele le bobo yara masigere de dadi. Eh ma karo lo bosata heria. Speak like God in the name of Jesus. Your word will not fall to the ground. Pa loro dose karonda. Ma pololonde se kere de bori male kariande. Ma karo la bosata ha. Me kere de bondo ro bosi karada ba. Speak with authority. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Your word will not fall to the ground again. 
Manda la voz acá de Lemos y Carara. Ole relevamos y Carara, Boria de Voces. Requete de Lemos y Carara, Boria la Maja. Requete de Lemos y Carara, Boria de que se quede. Ende de Lemos y Carara, Boria de Lemos Andarajá. Namakarara. Begin to make decree about your tomorrow now. Begin to make decree about your tomorrow now. Begin to make a decree about your tomorrow. What you want God to make of you by tomorrow? Your next month, your months after, your years to come. God, that brother, Saka, Fraka, Tegori, Adibata. Speak in the name of the Lord of us. If I were you, I would speak in line with the word of God that we read about him. He commanded the dry ground to bring forth vegetation. Speak to every dryness of your life to begin to be fruitful. Every dryness of your life to bring forth fruits. Begin to declare your fruit in the name of Jesus. Begin to declare the dryness. Every dry ground to be fruitful. Every dry ground to be fruitful. Command your water to begin to team with life. Command your water to team with life. Yes, never will you go back to captivity. Father, we bless you. Lift up your voice and begin to thank God. Thank God for the unction you received today. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we are praying. Take place every night. This night, as I was praying, and I was saying to the Lord to speak to us, he said, telling me things. The first thing he showed me is that people came here with various vessels. And when God meant vessel, he meant expectation. The Lord told me this, and I, I will say this as a person who knows God very well. With God, you get what you give. You do not... You, you, when I read to you this, his, the story of that paralyzed man in the book of Mark, they perforated the roof to get him down. And Jesus said, what a great faith. Alright? 
And because of that faith, it drew a word that transforms. God can only be moved by a person who has tremendous respect for him. I will show you many in the Bible tomorrow and scriptures. I want to say this to you. Those of you who are here today, if you came here today not really having a great expectation, don't do that tomorrow. Come tomorrow with a, a serious expectation. What expectation does is that it draws out of the grace. I would mean now. There is nothing you need in this earth that God had not put the grace inside you. But it will work for you. You will draw it if you have expectations. Do we understand it? Those of you who go out into various meetings with me, you will tell that various meetings I operate differently. And I operate according to the desire. God moves by what people expect. Where people have a great expectation, God will do some strange things. Where people does not, do not have such expectation, little will happen. And God wants me to tell you, every one of you have been anointed today. You have received unction today. But you will function according to your heart. So when you leave this place, go to God and talk with Him. Tomorrow when you are coming throughout this week, <clears throat> I want you to look at something that God had worked through me. A grace that you know that God operates in me. That you desire. Elijah followed Elijah not for nothing. There are sons of prophets, 50 and then 50 and then 50 and then 50 who are senior to Elijah. They have been sons of prophets before Elisha was called. But they did not see the glory. But Elisha continued to move with Elijah. Until they crossed, they got to the Jordan. And Elijah took his cloak and smote the Jordan. Elijah knew that is where the Spirit is telling him to go. And he knew that he would part the Jordan. Because Elisha saw Elijah do it or did it. When he came to Jordan, he took the clock. He said, where is the God of my father, Elijah? He smote the, the water and it split. God is a God of principle. Are we together now? So when you are coming tomorrow, what grace have you seen God manifest in me over the years? Maybe you have been seeking God for it. You haven't got it yet. Tomorrow, it will jump on you. The gene of the father is what makes the children. Doctor, am I correct? Correct, doctor? The gene of the father makes the children. God made it so. Because God is the father in heaven. So, plus, secondly... When you leave this place today, I want to begin to exercise the authority by commanding things. You know, when you formally you pray, Father, please do this for me, do this. No, now, say, Lord, by the authority that I receive from you, by the anointing today, I command this to be. By the authority I receive from you today, by the anointing, I decree this to be. Don't tell God that if, 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 
your son is true or if your word is true because I have spoken the truth. It is not the truth that I have not operated among you. I have operated in those dimensions right before your face. Okay? So, it is true. But it is your own turn to do it before my eyes. I will get now. Anything you speak to with such a conviction, it will obey. I will get now. So, when you go up, there's a father, maybe you have one brother that has wayward and gone away. Decree him to come back now. Somebody did it before. One of the members of this church, somebody who had been lost for how many years? I'm going to number of years. Walked back home the second day. He walked home. They saw him the second day. You go out and exercise that authority. When you pray tonight, thank God for who God is. Thank God and bless him and worship him. And I'll be saying, Father, according to what your son has said, I have now passed decree. Everything you speak out of conviction of the Holy Spirit, it is the heart of God. And those things, before you come back here tomorrow night, somebody will testify. I say before you come back tomorrow night, somebody will testify. Understand this. Dry land is a gift from God. But God did not give dry land to remain dry. So if the portion he gave is a dry land, remember what he did. He commanded the dry land to bring forth seedlings. He spoke to the dry ground. Alright? He spoke to the sea. What should happen? And it happened. So whatever is around your life or is in your hand or is happening to you now, if it is not in line with what he has said, Use that as your own experiment tonight. When you come back tomorrow, we will celebrate together. Thank you for coming tonight. God bless you. Put your hands together.